All right, we're on the prowl with Professor Hot Sauce. I am here with Cotton Eye Joe. How are you doing? Good, Hot Sauce. Just enjoying a nice cold beer. Okay, do they sponsor us or not? Not yet, but they fucking, they're gonna. Okay, okay. They're gonna. They just don't know it yet. Okay, okay. They don't know it yet. Or, this is actually a good intro to this episode, or maybe we sponsor them. (laughs) Because uh, there's some things in Thailand that... I don't know if you would say haven't gone as planned, but we've ran into some interesting situations. I'll tell you what I mean by that. So there is this culture of bar girls in Thailand. I've heard of it. You've heard of it. See, I I was unaware. I was unaware. Do you want to explain to the people the culture of bar girls? Uh, I don't even know where to begin with that, man. Let me start then. Okay. So when you walk down the streets in Pattaya, and it doesn't matter if it's 9 a.m., or one in the morning, you're going to get yelled and waved at, and you're going to be called Puchai Law, which means handsome man or sexy man. Or I was watching a TikTok video the other day that says, welcome, I lick your dick, lick your balls, lick your ass. <laughs> uh, so, you know, it's dealer's choice. Yeah. What we, they we say to you. We don't speak Thai. Well, that well. was English. Yeah, well, that one, yeah. But when most of the time when they're speaking to us, it's a lot of ties, so we don't know. Could be, could be anything. Could be I fuck your ass. Could be I suck your dick. We, who knows? It's yeah. like a roll of the dice. It's like fucking Vegas, and you're just at the crap table, man. Just throwing the dice. So for the first few weeks that we were in Thailand, there were zero COVID cases. Both of us had no job. So we thought, hey, let's spend all our money. And uh, <laughs> let's see how fast we can go broke. Yeah, let's see how fast we can we can go broke. So a regular occurrence for us was just to go down the streets of Patia and check out some local watering holes. Would you say we ended up having a favorite? I guess we kind of did. In Team? Yes. Yeah. When our first our first month we were here, yeah, we we had two favorites. I would say we had two favorites. We had two favorites, but only one had bar girls. Yeah, only one had bar girls. The first few nights, we checked out all the bar girls and all the bars. And then we found our favorite watering hole. And we would, like, try to slip down the street of all the bars and massage places without anybody noticing us. But then they would say, hot sauce, yeah. Joe. <laughs> yeah, it, it was real. it was real tough. Really loud. So we would end up going down to our watering hole, buy a bottle, nice and cheap, get, get VIP service, get... Like bottle service the whole time we're there. No idea what the name of this place is, no, but it's a beautiful. No idea. But I wish I could promote it. It's an awesome place. It's, yeah, uh, it's really good. I've actually been back there since we've moved. I've been there once. Oh. At least since we've moved. Where the fuck was I? I don't know. Working maybe? Okay. Something? Now that you got a job, you're no fun. I don't know. <laughs> that's, um, that's not true. Actually, I've been there twice without you, but once since we've been here. Asshole. Yeah, I know, right? But uh, yeah, and then we would. Uh, because we, we learned fairly quick that um, with the bars closing at legally at midnight right now, some of them follow that rule to a T. Some of them stretch it till 1231. And some of them just close the fucking doors and let you drink all night till the sun comes up. All right. So let's set the stage for this because this is important to let the people listening to this understand what we're talking about. So for the first, what was it? Three weeks? No restrictions. Nothing. Zero COVID. And yeah, well, no, actually a month, a full month. Like okay, we, so it was we, a full month. 
Like from when we got out, we got out on uh, March 12th and they closed uh, April 11th, bars closed. So basically a full month. And then they trace all these COVID cases back to nightclubs in Bangkok. And then people from Bangkok come to Pattaya. And of course, Pattaya was partying hard too. And so COVID just skyrocketed here. What they did is they shut the bars down. At first, they didn't shut the bars down. They said till midnight or till 11. They could still have people until a certain time. Yeah, till midnight. And that was when we were still in quarantine and stuff. Um, yeah, so there's always been restrictions. Like yeah. prior to us coming, Walking Street would be open till 6 a.m. And not only Walking Street, but all these bars. Like yeah, all these bars. Treetown, yeah. LK Metro, Jontine, like all, every bar would be open till 6. There was no, there was no time limit. And if... I like I've been told too. If people were still drinking at six a.m. and they wanted to drink till noon, like the bar would stay open. If people were still buying drinks, the bar the bar closes when people go home. Yeah. So the thing so, about Thailand is laws are just suggestions as well. Yeah. <laughs> if absolutely. you get a police officer in your pocket, uh, you know it's a, there's a lot of corruption here. So mm-hmm. what happened to set the stage on this? is we would go down the street every night. Because anytime we wanted to go somewhere, generally it was the beach, or anywhere we wanted to go somewhere else, we'd have to walk through this corridor. And at one point, we just had the discussion between us that said, let's just choose a place, because we just constantly walked by. But I was sick of being sexually harassed. And I was like, I don't want to get my dick grabbed a hundred times, because it's guaranteed to happen. So eventually, I think I made the suggestion. I said, let's go in here because there's lots of people. There was like two bays mm-hmm. and they were kind of like partying together. Yeah, three bays, this one bar. So we go in there. And we ignored it for the first few nights. Yeah, but then we eventually go in there and everyone was suited immediately, two girls. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, imme- yeah. Immediately. Welcome, to, welcome to Thailand. It's it's like... Sit uh, down with you. It's like a strip club in in. Basically, yeah. Vegas, anywhere, any real strip club in the world where That's a good analogy. you get escorted to your table and, you have, and you have an escort with you the whole time. Like, she gets your drinks, she powders mm-hmm. your nose, she fucking wipes your ass if you want her to, probably. Like, maybe not maybe not at the strip clubs, but in Thailand, I'm sure if I wanted the girl to wipe my ass, she would be like, okay. Like, they, they, they wait on you hand and foot here. So very personable, very nice. I'll be honest, like they were, they were friendly. It was, I had a good time. Yeah, I did too. The first time we were there, we played a lot of pool. And this is the thing with Thailand is they know how to play the game. They say their first fucking rodeo, I tell you that much. And so they know how to play the game. So they get, you all liquored up (laughs) for cheap the first night. We got real fucked up and our bill was like, a thousand baht for two yeah, of us. I think it was. I was gonna say it's under eight hundred. I think the first night for two of us. And like, I remember, and, like, we walked home with our shirts fucking almost off. Like, well, I remember everything was closed. It was like four in the morning. Mm-hmm. So eventually, like these tighter restrictions kept coming in, coming in. And these girls, if you come to Thailand and you meet a girl, they'll always say, "Do you have line? Do you have line? Do you have line?" And it's just an app. It's like WhatsApp. It's like telegram it's like yeah, viber it's like a messenger yeah it's just like, a messenger yeah. app but it's very popular in thailand so anyways we both have contacts if you will people we know and it's good to have that because we wanted to sightsee and uh, go see some places but what ended up happening is we party a lot for that first month and we would just go to these various places 
And as we started to meet new friends and whatnot, there was one night we went to the Treetown location. But what actually, what was first? Was Treetown first or was that bar that we kind of became close friends with the staff first? Oh, that was, yeah, that was first. Yeah, so, Treetown okay. came later. So the first, yeah. so it was funny. There was this Aussie guy. He was loud, obnoxious. He was solo. He, he's the type of guy we were talking about previous episode, probably, who comes to Thailand just to get laid or whatever. Yeah. We're in this bar and we play this game because Cotton Eye Joe's, I'm telling him he's always on his phone and we have this huge argument because we have these really petty arguments. He's like, I'm not on my phone. And I'm you? saying the same thing to him. Yeah. So I said, all right, well, me and my buddies used to do this game, which is a great game. I suggest everyone do this. Put your phone in the middle of a table when you're out with friends, face down, turn off notifications. Actually, turn up notifications. Turn notifications up all the way to max. Turn them all on. First person to touch their phone pays the bill. We're getting really drunk. We're having a good time. I can't even remember how it happened, but I grabbed my phone. And as soon as I grabbed my phone, because it was like right at the end of the night. Mm -hmm. And I'm looking at it and I'm just like, oh, fuck. And Cotton Eye Joe looks at me and it doesn't clue in. And I'm just holding my phone. He's like, trying to trick me and he puts his phone no, down no, after it. And I he's wait. like, hopefully he didn't see. No, no, no. That's not at all what happened. I waited for you to notice. Because I knew in my head, I was like, I just fucked up. So I waited for you to notice. And then I played it up like I was trying to hide it. Yeah. And I was like, I was looking at you. I was like, does, does he not realize we're still in this game? Like, this is his game. His <laughs> rules. So I was like, fuck, I got to pay this bill. So the bill was like 2100 baht, and which honestly, super cheap for how fucking drunk we got. Yeah. So I was like, let's do this every night. And then Cotton Eye Joe was just loving life. He's having a good time. But there's a culture here. There's a bar girl culture in Patia where they'll sit down with you. They'll be really friendly. They'll sexually assault you a little bit. They'll sexually harass you a little bit. And then they'll say, can I have a drink? Those two weren't bad. They weren't bad. That's why we liked like, that And place. the whole time. They weren't bad. They weren't bad. That's why we liked it. Yeah. That's why we liked it. because almost didn't like it from the one night of pool there. But Well, so this was that night. The and lady boy. Yeah, that was that night. Yes. Yeah, I got, that that I got sexually assaulted like 12 times that night. That lady boy grabbed my dick while I was trying to shoot like two or three times. And I was getting angry. I was not having fun. One, not just because it was a lady boy, but two, because I didn't want them grabbing my dick. They would, he would grab my dick right when I was about to shoot my shot. Yeah, that's just rude. We had a bet on pools. Yeah, and we were, <laughs> that's the thing. We were betting on pools. So, like, you're grabbing my dick as, you're, as I'm going to shoot. My food's nearly here, but we got, we'll, we'll finish. We'll Mine's finish on this. its way. So, Cotton Eye Joe's love and life, and these bar girls say, can I have a drink? And he's like, yeah, we can have one, one round. And I think your round was seventeen hundred or seven ninety no, or something. No, mine was like yeah, was I basically a thousand baht. And it was like for four five drinks. drinks. Yeah, five, yeah drinks. five drinks, a thousand baht because I give a tip because it was like eight something. I was like, what the, f like and, what? And then we're like, what's going on here? Yeah, that doesn't add up. And at first, like we already at this point, at this point, we already knew the the bar girl drinks because this is no, we didn't. Yeah, we did at that point because this is like we had been there for a few times already. This story. So we had been at this bar a few times already. So I already knew the the bar girl tab. I knew it was going to be a little bit more. I didn't know how much it was. And I just thought maybe it was something that they were drinking that was more. But then when they serve five beer. And 
I only ordered four beer, but there was a fifth because I had to buy the the manager beer. Actually, it was six beer because I had to buy the manager beer and I had to buy that guy a beer. Yeah. So it was six beer and it was, yeah, my bill was like eight something, 800 and some bought, which is still like cheap, 40, less than $40 for, for six beer, I think. That's actually, no, correction, that's not cheap because they're about $6 back. Okay, so we leave that night. I pay the bill and you almost pay as much. And then it's kind of like, all right, there's something. I remember being like, why? We had a conversation. Why is the bill so much? Mm-hmm. And uh, so fast forward a few days, we go to the Treetown area. We go into a couple bars to play pool. And at the end of that night, it was, again, why is the bill so much? A few things happened that night. And one of those things is the language barrier. To the point where I remember looking at you and you just nod your head. And I was thinking to myself, I think she's asking if she can have a drink. (laughs) Maybe. I don't know. I didn't speak Thai. So I just was like, smile and nod. Yeah. Which is the wrong thing to do in Thailand. With bar girls. Yeah. You always stern and shake no. It doesn't matter. That way you're not spending a fortune on lady drinks. Yeah, because we, again, had a higher than expected bar tab. And it was just kind of like, okay. But at this point, it still hadn't 100%. We didn't know. We knew something was up, but we didn't know. It wasn't until, it actually wasn't until LK April Metro. 10th, LK Metro, the last night the bars have been open here. That's so right. the last night we, we get there. to go out drinking. That's right. I finally I asked the girl sitting with me that I was talking to. Because we had like, a challenge bet. Yeah, and I was like, "What? Like, okay, how come? Like, what's this lady drink? Because they had signs in their bar too. So and they had it on their menu, and they actually give us a menu at this place. So I asked. I was like, "What's a lady drink?" I thought like some fucking fruity pink lemonade bullshit, something you would get back. Which home. is why you wanted it. That's why I asked. No, no, I got a Mai Tai though that night. First time ever. Um, But no, so yeah, I asked and then she explained to me what it is. And then, so I followed up when, with her statement of saying her answer was it's $150 a drink. Basically, it's almost any drink or bought, sorry, $150 uh, a drink. And then I was a little upset. I was like, why the fuck? Like, why is the bar charging me $150 for... The same beer that I just paid 60 baht for, but because you're going to drink it. But then she told me that the girls get 50 baht out of every drink. So then I'm like, now at this point, I'm like, okay, well, at least they get something. But I'm still a little upset because I'm like, my beer is 60 baht. You charge me 150 baht. You give that 50 baht to the girl. There's still 40 baht missing that the bar is getting, right? It's supply and demand, my friend. I guess it is. There's a lot of lonely men that come here that like to get sexually assaulted by bar girls mm-hmm. or not even sexually assaulted sometimes they just like the attention they, yeah they it's, like- that is it it's it's the attention and the and the fact that they actually have a chance to get laid because in their home countries 90 percent of these men that are that we've seen here or that i've seen here would like unless they found a prostitute in their home countries, they're not having sex. And a prostitute in other parts of the world is going to be a hell of a lot more than five hundred to two thousand baht. Oh, that's a very cynical way of looking at things. Yeah, maybe they just have great personalities. 
Maybe, sure. But anyway, so then Cotton Eye Joe is like, I'm going to buy a bar here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, fuck yeah. They so the they make money off the drinks when the guys buy them drinks. If the guys want to take them home, the bars make money off that. You got to pay the bar to take a girl home. Um, we were we bar were fine. actually bar fine. Yeah, we were we were pretty lucky that night because we left with a girl and um, she just left, I guess. Which and our friend that we haven't even met yet, but uh, we're introduced here, who also lives in Thailand from back home. Um, oh yeah. He said no girls, no girls leave the bar for free. You have to pay every every. Which time. is not true. Yeah, which is a hundred percent. Because by this time, I have now had sex with several. Yeah. <laughs> Although, none of them were bar girls. No, none. None of them were. So. There's that. Well, one kind of was. Who? The first one. Second. No, one. she didn't work at a bar though. Well, she kind of did. Which bar? <laughs> This one in Treetown, not Treetown, but other Treetown. She kind of worked there a couple nights anyway. What? Yeah, at Fawn's Bar. Uh, I don't, I don't remember this. Yeah, she, from my conversations with her, she said she wanted to get a job there. Oh, because she's I not thought... from here, but she didn't work there. She was there. Oh, I thought she was working there. She was behind because the one night I was there, she was behind the bar. Oh, maybe were you there without me there too? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. So, and I thought I, I thought she said she worked there a couple times. Maybe she was all over that Maybe Finnish guy yeah. the one time, and then when I came, she just was like, "Fuck him! Yeah. I want, I want, I want the Canadian, not the Finnish yeah. guy." I felt kind of bad for him because he was a nice guy. Yeah. Well, he had probably brought her drinks. Well, and I would rather she go home with him than me. Yeah. Well, no, she decided to come home with you, and then. Well, that's all. Let's not Actually, talk about no, that. She didn't come home with you. No. She definitely did not. That's a whole other. That's a whole other podcast. That that no, one deserves that's, its that's own podcast. That's a podcast in itself. That night, yeah, for sure. But it's an interesting culture because you were chatting with the one bar girl, and you're asking about her life and whether or not she she liked it. Yeah, yeah. I asked if she if she does it because she enjoys it, or if she does it out of necessity. And basically, I've asked this question to three girls now, and they've all said the same thing. They'd need the job. And all three of these girls were like less than five months into their into their job of a bar girl. They'd never done it before. They were doing whatever else it was before. And they just need to because they need to make money. They have kids. They have families. They bills, whatever. Yeah. So I don't know if it's a cultural thing, but women generally don't pay for anything here is kind of what I'm gathering. So when you go out and you drink and you're with – tiger girl you're at least in our experience you're expected to pay for the most part it's been interesting because another girl who i ended up sleeping with i don't know if she's going to be a bar girl or if she is a bar girl but like again did my laundry the next morning and uh it was uh it was an interesting experience now i'm expected to pay for every single thing you yeah. know, when we we went out for lunch that day and it was kind of like I got brought the bill. Nothing said, no questions asked. Yeah. Like, All right, whatever. Yeah, that's how it is. Like, even if we're out with just like, like we've been out with some friends that we've met and they just assume that one of us is sleeping with them and the bill always comes to the guy. It, yeah. It's never two bills. 
and even with us, like it's always usually one bill. Like they just bring one bill and they just they pick who they put it in front of. And they don't just set it on the table. They like literally put it right in front of where you're sitting, right in your placemat area. And they're like, "Well, this guy looks like he's paying the bill today." <laughs> yeah. So it's been uh, it's been an interesting. So I remember making comments on this phenomenon to me, to other people who I don't even know, and they're like, "What fucking rock did you crawl out of that you don't know that this is a thing?" And people just say it's bullshit that they don't, that I don't know this. But literally, yeah. I had no idea that this thing went around. Like there are YouTube channels. There's like Buzz and Patia. That's all about like the prostitution. I was told mm-hmm. by people. I had no idea that this existed. One of my best friends told me the same thing. He's like, "Yeah, bullshit. You're gonna go all the way around the world, and you didn't know that this was like the prostitute, one of the biggest prostitution places in the entire yeah. world, sex but, capital of the world." No I idea. Did, I did not know either. Like, and I did a lot of research on this place. But well, like, yeah, it was your choice. I was but, just kind of like, "Yeah, sure." <laughs> well, I didn't want to live in Bangkok. I wanted to live on the water, and but like. I wasn't searching stuff like that. I was searching like sightseeing things and like things to do and not like I knew it had a, like a good nightlife, but I didn't, I guess I, I kind of knew because I've watched enough TV and enough movies to know that like sex and prostitution in Thailand as a whole is quite high. I didn't expect Patia to be the, like the top of it. Well, yeah, like Thai massages are infamous for being. Like, yeah, right. Like, do you I, want the special? Yeah, like, and we we knew that. I knew that coming here, but I didn't. I didn't realize like it was to this extreme where we are. I didn't. I was not expecting that. And now all these bar girls are out of work, and it represents a significant portion of the hair economy. Honestly, mm-hmm. is this? Uh, well, I think the figure was sixty-eight point three percent. I think I read. Of people that live in Padia are like in the bar and entertainment industry of this city for work. So like there's, well, we don't really know how many people are here. We looked, it's either somewhere between 300 and 800,000 people in Padia. And like, so if you're taking almost 70% of that, whatever that number is, that's a lot of fucking people that aren't working right now and haven't worked for two years, basically. Like they worked yeah. three months out of two and a half months out of out of two years now. So since COVID started. Yeah, but their attitudes towards sex are a lot different in Thailand than they are in North America. Like, um, you know, there's no, as far as I know, there's no like slut shaming. There's no, like, it's just accepted. Like, it is. Because like, so for instance, when I talk to, to one of our friends here and I talk about like working girls or make a comment about, oh, like, oh, that's working girl or... We talk something and I say something about working girl and then she's always like, well, don't disrespect like and always like be nice. And and she said that to you before, too, when we've been out walking and she's like, we'll be nice if we talk about something or see some. And then she's like, be nice. Don't don't be mean. Don't whatever. Like, it's just like I said, it's 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 fully acceptable here. Like, just like lady boys, like it's just a part of life. It's yeah. So normal. as an example. If you're on Tinder, there will be people who are nurses or dentists and things like that. And they freelance. That's the term. Freelance sex stuff on the side for money. And like no one, like their family knows. Yeah. Uh, It's not really a taboo thing. But the thing that's funny to me are these jackass tourists who come here and think 
Well, especially the married ones. The married ones who are coming here and cheating on their wives. Like we met, we met a guy from Germany who was a clown. And and he's not only cheating on his wife. His wife is here with him. His wife moved to Thailand with him. Yeah. So he leaves her at seven o'clock at night every night and goes and fucks this Thai girl. Well, and the funny thing is, is we went back to our watering hole and she was all over me. Yeah. And then uh, he left. And then again, we went in the water. And, you know, when when she she wasn't she wasn't checking me for, you know, leeches <laughs> when she was a little handsy. Like it was, it was ridiculous. It was, and it was so fast. Like I remember sitting on the beach watching, I was like, she never paid any attention. I don't even know if she said a word to you. No, she didn't. The whole she time. Avoided and me. then as soon as that guy left, like and she like looked over her shoulder and he was no longer around. It was just like, fucking, okay, I'm going from this, from this, this mat over to this mat and I'm going to just crawl on top of you and start rubbing on you. Yeah. Yeah. And that's happened a few times. Like we know this guy from France. He's a nice guy. He's always paying, but I like it this way. You know, these guys are paying, these guys are doing the payment. They're paying the girls. To, They're paying the girls and the, I just. To live and have just, sex and stuff. And then you just come in and fuck them once in a while. It's a good deal for you. It, it is because they get the payment to yeah, the other guys. They don't need to get your and money because the they're sexual. getting money from the other guy. Yeah, I get the sex. Like, I'm sure the French guy is basically, like, he's got to be supporting her. Oh, I mean, he spent, when we went, when we went to uh, Cochang. Yeah. Cochang. Yeah, we were uh, there four days. You were there three. He spent, he paid everything. He paid everything for her. She never spent one dollar. And when I was with her the one time, like I said, I paid her, I paid her meal. I have had sex with her and I haven't paid any, anything. No. And she even makes, she even makes a joke about it. Like she, she'll come over here from time to time with her friend that you know. And uh, they'll always say, you know, is it okay if she comes over? And I'm like, yeah, whatever. I don't want to. I don't want to sleep with her again. Mm-hmm. But she'll even make jokes about it. You know, like, what are you getting for my birthday? It's always yeah. about money, and she even says that it's always about money. Yeah. And she's not even lying. She makes a joke about it, but yeah, she's not. But it is money. Like, for the most part in life, money, like, money is everything. You, the whole the world revolves around money, but <laughs> more so in Thailand. Like, it's, and I think it's probably because most people don't have money here. Yeah, so people are not well off. But yeah. the other the other thing is, a lot of these people are single moms, mm-hmm. and they never see their kids. Yeah, which is insane to me. That blew my mind, man. She has three kids, and we were we stopped at her house. Yeah, and she was there for like ten minutes. Not even. It was like, crazy. Literally not even. Like I didn't even get my chair put back, and she was coming back to the car. Yeah, you and I was. We were. I was gonna have a nap. I thought too. she was gonna be a while. I thought she was like a, a couple hours or so. I was like, whatever. I'm just going to have a little nap in the driver's seat and wake up when she comes back. And it was like I I put my seat back and I tip my head back and she's getting back in the car saying we're ready to go. Yeah. And every, like, what? every girl I've been with here pretty much yeah. has kids and they're never with them. Never see them. Yeah. So like you want to you know what an independent woman's like? Thailand is an independent woman. Like Thai people, their independence for women. Holy shit. Like it, t- it almost goes to like they just leave the kids extreme. with mom and dad and yeah and move to a different city like yeah most of these work. girls that are like most most of the girls that are in patio where we are they're not from here no i haven't actually i haven't met one girl that i've talked to that is from patio 
they're all from somewhere else. They've all come here to work. Yeah. Yeah. And there's it's only one kind of work here. Yeah, you talk to all the ladies in the sex trade. <laughs> well, I, I, I guess. That's, where, that's, that's what the city is. I'm a horny old man, I guess. What do you want? <laughs> Fat, balding. Yeah, you're old. not balding. No. If you were balding, you'd be bald a long time ago. Yeah, true story. I just got a fresh haircut. Any folks at home can't see it, but yeah, it's uh, it's not good. I was thinking about getting hair plugs, getting a little off topic. Oh, getting the... Yeah, you I want to flow like hot sauce, maybe. <laughs> Full Good head luck. of hair for once in my life. Well, I've never had. I tell you what, I haven't had it so much here, but in Vegas, the strippers love me because the strippers always grab your hair. Mm-hmm. And I sometimes I have it pretty thick. Yeah. And a lot of times they're like, ooh. So tell you what, it's a good thing to grab onto. If, you, if, you if you're hanging to. over a cliff? Uh, if you're just, yeah, you're, <laughs> yeah, having some good sex or whatever. Yeah. It's, like Sometimes my hair is always super hair. soft, but never, never had a lot. Never had a lot. I don't know what to do if I had a full head of hair. I don't know. It can be annoying. Yeah. Yeah. But it, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's uh, the bar girls. They haven't made mention of my hair one time. They don't care. They don't care. They, they don't really care. don't care. As long as you have money. I don't even know if it's that though. Like I haven't had that. Mm-hmm. I got it once. I got, I got the yeah, money once. thing once. But you, every time we go out, we get it. Like the bar girls, like well, we of seen course. It, they we want seen drinks. it on Soy Six when, uh, like, we left the bar. So t- we leave that bar. There was 13, 14 girls working, and we were the only guys in there. And they were all sitting on their phones. I was mad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so like, we had a challenge. Fuck? We had a challenge that the loser, we played beer pong, and the loser had to go talk to a girl in the red light district in Patia. And we went into this bar and God, no one came to us. It was hilarious. Was and then so two angry. other guys walked by and they flocked around them. Yeah. I was like, what the <laughs> fuck? I was so angry. We were the only guys in the bar. Yeah. I was like, they want nothing this to do isn't with helping my self-esteem. And then somebody else came in. So I'm glad you mentioned this because somebody else came in later, mm-hmm. hit the buzzer. And that was then, the next bar. Uh, sure. But yeah. So we were, this is a red light district. Yeah. And when you hit the bar, you have to pay for every bar girl. And yeah, there was, I swear to God, there was girls that came from other bars. Cause they, there had to have been, because there wasn't that no many girls idea. in the yeah. bar when we were like sitting 10. there having a drink. We were talking to two of them. And then all of a sudden, the fucking guy hits the buzzer. The lights go off, and all of a sudden, there's like 25 women there. Oh, do you sell those glasses, by the way? I do. Oh, nice. Oh, those things are coming home with me, man. Nice. So the other thing is, after a while, we had the Red Light District, they shut down the clothes. So they have these like storage locker um doors kind yeah. of garage doors if you will that come down and block off the the place they're all base they're all base yeah, it's all base and so base this is an open and open air yeah so. so this one place we go we frequent we drank there a few times after hours illegally we're lucky we're not inside prison if we got bust because you read the news here they bust a few of them yeah that and it was we we did that a few times so like four in the morning and we walk back. It's just pitch dark in Thailand because there's no lights. Stumble back. Not even walk. But it's interesting having this uh, this dynamic because these bar girls, you know, it, it it's weird. I was always expecting one of them to ask me to go home with them, and it just never happened. I was I would like I was shocked after like all the times and how drunk we got and the amount of money we spent in that that place in John Team. Like that never happened. 
Like, and those two girls, every night, like, if they were with other guys, they would leave and come to our table. Like, there was a couple times we walked in and they were sitting at a different table, and they got up and came to our table. Yeah. And, like... We did spend a lot of nut money a couple of times there, though. On yeah. The, the one night I remember, I was like, holy fuck, our bill. So, they, they play the game well. Like, they... The first night, super cheap. And then they get you drunk, and then every staff member is drinking on your tab. Well, yeah, and like, it's the thing. Once you say yes to one, they yeah. just assume they just assume it's the rest that of the it's night. The whole night they can drink, so they just they get you a drink. They're like, you want another drink, and you say yes, and then they get you a drink, and they get themselves a drink, and they make sure that they're drinking. Like if I'm drinking fast, they're drinking fast. If I'm drinking slow, they're drinking slow. They drink the same pace, so when I need another drink, they get another drink too. It's almost like forced alcoholism. Like some of them don't even like drinking. Oh, some yeah. of them don't even drink. And and they just do it because they know that's where they get the money. That's how they get extra money. Because well, they work seven days a week here. Yes. And the they bar. work all days. Like 8 a.m. Like that one girl at her, at her watering hole. She's like she was sleeping. 8 a.m. She sleeps there. Yeah. yeah. Basically because she, she works at 8 a.m. Because they're open for breakfast. So she's there at 8 a.m. And she's there till... Yeah. We go home at four. That's yeah. where she goes home. And and sometimes you sleep there. Sometimes they're cook. Sometimes they're yeah. bar girl. Like it's, it, it's, they're, it's they an do interesting everything. thing. Yeah. And they just, they, yeah, like you said, seven days a week and open and close every day. They don't get days off. They don't take days off because they can't afford a day off. So like, she's not a, like, she's not definitely not a beer drinker, but they drink whatever you drink. So you know, like if I'm drinking something that they hate, they're probably going to drink it anyway. Because she even said, she's like, I don't drink beer. And she invited us to the beach and we were doing shots yeah. of her rye. Yeah. And then, yeah. And that's all she drinks is shooting whiskey. Shooting whiskey. The disgusting stuff as yeah. well as I'm concerned. It is. It's it's not even whiskey. It's that's fucking, where it's spiced rum, it says, but it's not good spiced rum. That's where we met the German guy that I fucked his. Who thought you were weird. Yeah. That was the greatest he compliment he ever. He said to me, he's like. Or he said to you. He said to me, he's like, I find you strange. I'm like, perfect. He said that to me too. He's like, your friend, he's a little bit different. Or he's a little bit weird. Like, what? Well, if you ever time I'm listening to you and I'm like, man, like you're the fucking weirdest guy I've ever met my whole life. Oh, that guy was messed up. But uh, anyways, if you come to Thailand, you know, do your thing. If you want to hang out with bar girls, hang out with bar girls. I get it. If you're lonely. 100% hang out with bar girls. If you're lonely, hang out with bar girls. You don't have to go home with them, but they are a good time. It's a good time. It, it definitely makes your night a lot more fun if you're hanging out. And not only not only if you're not there for the fun part of it, it's you can ask them. And like if you get one that speaks good English, like they'll hold a full conversation. With they you. mostly speak good English. Yeah, and most of them do. So you can have a full conversation. And it could be about anything. Like I said, like I've made it. I've asked personal questions to these people, to some of them. And I said, don't have to answer like... If you don't, I fully understand. I'm just curious. I, I've been seeing this. I'm just wondering. And you ask, and they they answer. Like they're 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 good to to talk to, good to deal with, good to sit down with and pass time with. Yeah, I like but it. be careful. Yes. It's a slippery slope. This yes. is where people. Go this is where people fall into the underbelly of Thailand. You read stories. People get murdered. Murder like any of the seedy stuff that happens. Part of that can start there. Well, and I think most of it starts there. Because they get the girlfriend, then they get mad that the girl's still sleeping with somebody else. Or, as we found, Thai girls are super jealous. Super jealous. Even if they're charging one guy for money and charging the next guy for money. If one of their guys is talking to another girl, they get angry. If you're that men's rights activist listening to this podcast, come to Thailand. 
change your perspective on women, but don't get sucked in to the underbelly. It can be dangerous. It can be dangerous. Be right, careful. Good. Well, you could spend, like we said, we I spent half, my, half my budget that I have here already. I spent in the first three weeks, the first month. Bars were open. So first thing we do when the bars are back open is we're going to hang out with bar girls. Yep. All right. Peace out. <laughs>